three, two, one, pony, ride it. All right, welcome back to the Charcoal Pony Podcast. We got me, myself, Dan. We've got Hunter here. Yes, sir. And we've got Henry. Nice to see you. Uh, we took a little minor hiatus from Very the podcast. Minor. We can get some business together, get some shows prepared for this semester. We got two under our belt. We have another one coming up. Hunter, you want to talk about the show coming up? Yes, very excited. We got another show that we've titled Glass Half Full in the uh, <laughs> cinema on the 19th at 6 p.m. Be there. Uh, or be square. We got tons of snacks and uh, waters and potentially some soda there waiting for you. Yeah, there's no <coughs> no tick no tickets or anything. So just show up, um, find a seat, and uh, have a good time. Yeah, free for some goofs, some gaffs. We're just trying to make you laugh, and uh, yeah, be there. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys? What have you guys thought of the two shows? We've had so far this semester. They've been great. Um, first of all, we've had two shows, uh, <laughs> which is best. that's. I mean, that's the best part because uh, I I joined last year, so it was kind of in that weird, awkward phase. But they've been really fun, and I've I've enjoyed all of it. It's been great. Yeah. How is it this? Yeah, we we can get into the shows in a, in, a, in a second. But how is it this year having being able to have shows compared to as to last year, like coming into the group? Like, does it feel like? a different group now that we're doing more shows? Like, not like a different group, you know what I mean? But, like, y we didn't have that many shows where you get involved yeah. in. And now we've had two, like, back-to-back, -back, and we're about to have a third one. Like, is it a different feeling? Oh, for sure, for sure. Because part of it is, you know, we would do rehearsals, and instead of working, instead of, you know, working on, oh, well, here's the list that we have for the games, and here's who's going to play what, who's going to do what. It's na Last year was just, you know, let's work on pure improv skills, and let's just be better performers and not focus on we got to make this game work the best. So this year it's it's been a different shift. Uh, and it's also been fun. Like a lot of a lot of the joy that I get out of it is going on stage and doing it for a bunch of people and it's it's fun. You know, I'm, I'm walking around and somebody be like, "Wait a minute, are you are you in Chuckle Pony?" And it's 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 kind of weird. It's kind of mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think that last year like doing a lot cuz we you know, you were talking about how we broke down, we didn't have games to prepare for, we didn't have shows to prepare for, or lineups to do. <clears throat> do you think that those fundamental practices have set you up to be a better performer this year with the shows going on? Like, do you think all of that mm. practice and training and working on, you know, Crow um, and Char whatnot? Yeah, character, relationship, objective, where? Yeah, that's <laughs> Crow, Crow is an acronym yeah. um, that we use for improv. Um, do you think that that year... Um, of not having that many shows and just working on improv uh, twice a week, like helped you prepare for this year, Prefer, pre prepare for the shows? I mean, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say besides, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's been, it, last year was interesting, but this year I feel like chemistry, I mean, we got great chemistry last year, but I feel like this year has been just hyper accelerated. Um, but getting through some of those crow and getting through some of the things like that has been great. I'm going to bounce this question off to Hunter, actually. Yeah. Um, how has it been leading the group coming out of that transitional period of last year? Um, well, kind of going back a tad of what you were talking about, we were very much forced into that position where we yeah. had to, you know, re-up on our basics and such. I think it was definitely needed. I think everyone in the, in the group very much improved from that amount of time. Yes, we definitely wanted to have some shows, um, but obviously that wasn't, uh, we weren't in a doable state at the time. Uh, 
but you know Trey, our last year's president, did an, I thought an incredible job um, working with. Him. I worked with him basically every day. He was you know assigning practices and setting up the shows. So it was uh, it wasn't the worst transition. Um, setting up like shows by myself and and such and just doing practices uh, in general is was a bit new to me. Uh, but I mean I'm. I feel like I'm semi-improving. I feel like life's been going well and practices are running smoothly. I mean, we've got these shows, which I can, like, that we already have under our belt, which is basically the same amount that we had all last year. <laughs> yeah. So Actually, um, double. Basically. Um, <laughs> Literally. So yeah. the fact that we're actually out there performing and doing what we enjoy and, you know, getting the nerves, you mm-hmm. know, running, mm-hmm. like, it actually feels good. Um yeah, it's it's a, di- a completely different experience going out there and performing and doing improv and actually being able to do it again. It's it's it feels very nice. There's Is no complaints uh, there. <coughs> has the transition from undergrad to now being in the graduate program? Is that like your schedule change mm-hmm. or the work load? Has that affected? I don't know, like <laughs> your approach to Pony, you know, coming to the rehearsals stuff like that. Like, how's that transition been with grad school now? Um, well, I'm not going to lie. Grad school has probably been the most work that I've probably ever had to do in my entire educational career. Really? So, like, even with, I mean, with like, you know, because you were, your undergrad was in comm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was a lot of work by itself. But right now it's more so like papers and, and reading and case studies and, a lot. It's just a different direction that I mm. was doing. I was doing much more like creative work before, and now I'm doing more like analysis and and summaries and such, and trying to dive deeper into different like situations. Um, but uh, yeah, well, repeat your question again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how how's like how's it been being in grad school and then also oh, doing yeah, Pony? Yeah. Has it like changed at all? You know, because you went through four years mm-hmm. of undergrad doing Pony, having the schedule, yeah, 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 but yeah. now you have a, a higher workload. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in grad school and also still doing Pony. Has it changed? You know, yeah, or yeah, yeah. coming to rehearsals or yeah, getting yeah. prep or having time so for go- things. Yeah, going off what I was saying before, it's definitely a lot more work that I'm having to like balance out with Pony, which is you know was proven difficult like in the beginning. I think it's gotten easier as time's gone time's gone by. Um, we have our practices Monday, Wednesday, and on those days, my last class ends at eight thirty or nine. Um, so doing like ending class and then basically jumping straight into practice. Um, it's a good way to end the day because you know it's kind of a good stress reliever and such. Um, but you know it's basically just like class ends and then let's pra- uh, plan practice or let's fi- finalize the the notes I have, anything I want to discuss before practice, anything that I think we need to focus on or any directions that I think we need to go into. Um, like that's all decided either after class or at least finalized then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, I wouldn't say it's been too bad. Like the late classes, I'm a, I'm very much not a morning person. So I probably prefer classes later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm going to, I'm having to wake up earlier to like write pa- papers and such. So I'm going to have to do that regardless, but, but it's not too bad. It's uh it's a good time. How have you, uh, Dan, uh, then, uh, like, how have you, how has your perception and like experience of pony changed in the last like two years from like your time before COVID, uh, in the group, like in the group COVID or like COVID, like how was it during full, COVID? like and full transfer yeah, yeah, yeah. information so, like, before COVID, during normal COVID, life now after COVID, <laughs> normal life and then COVID and then post COVID. Yes. 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 Um, the three different eras. Uh, it's definitely, I definitely made a transformation. I think 
Um, something I thought of earlier as we were talking was the the hit we've taken the past couple of years on losing members. People mm-hmm. have there's mm. been a lot of people who in our like senior classes that have graduated together, which we've had to you know get more new people for. Mm. Uh, so that's that's been a big transition uh, of taking these hits every year um, and and getting new members. But I think the members that we've we've got are amazing, and I think the transformation that we've made because of COVID, because we didn't have shows um, to prepare for or, you know, things to do, we decided to create more content, you know, things like this podcast or more Instagram stuff or um, more other business stuff that we do outside of, you know, our events on campus. Um, I think that's the biggest transformation I've seen from Pony is that we're becoming uh, more involved with, creating larger content than the improv that we do on stage for the school mm-hmm. like the four shows that we do uh, each or that we were used to doing each semester um that that was the biggest um realization that i had during covid of like just not preparing for a show constantly yeah. of having all this time to like work on fundamentals but i th- i agree with what you said earlier of that like i think we needed that i like having mm-hmm. those more fundamental uh rehearsals to go over um you know, just the, the groundwork of improv, of how we set up a scene, no matter what game we're playing. Uh, sometimes we get so um, tied up in the, the game and how it works and how we can play and how we can, you know, make it work the best for the scene. And instead of just breaking it down, be like, hey, like, we're doing improv here. Um, you know, what do we have to establish with established crow, you know, mm-hmm. character relationship um, and whatnot. Uh, so I, I think... Yeah, that that those are the biggest uh, transformations over the past couple of years is the the abundance of content that we're making and um, the lack of shows which led to that and are I think preparing for rehearsals has changed over the years as well because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, another thing we've been doing recently is we've almost totally rehauled the way that we've done sketches. I mean, yeah. oh recent, yeah, like the videos. Oh yes, yes. yeah. Uh, Live. Uh, who's been writing for us and, and doing this is so good at what she does. Our video and manager. So, so good. So good. And they've been fun to work on because we will, we're working on one right now. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> and she has the scripts, which are always hilarious. And then we'll go to these different locations. We'll, we'll film for a couple days and we'll compile it together. And it's just another way that we've been able to not only show a different side of ourselves outside of podium this, you know, film area of thing that's fun but it's also another great way to bond and build chemistry it's yeah, just great it's been a lot sure, of fun for sure i do th- I, I think that too of, of the hits that we've taken and having a lot of new members and new and different chemistry um covid made it kind of hard for us to get together mm-hmm. um because of you know uh guidelines and whatnot and how you only had like a one-to-one ratio um but this year with you know the taking back on some of that and you know mm-hmm. wearing masks yeah, uh, that's a that's a conversation by itself. Just the fact that we have to be wearing masks while we're doing improv, and it takes mm-hmm. like a very large portion of our emotion that we're trying to, you know, give. Or yeah, it's a whole aspect it's, of, it's, of stage performance. Um, just like it, in all theatrical performances on stage, you know, like mm-hmm. wearing that mask, like your face is such a great emoter, um, and also just projecting on the stage. Yeah. We don't have mics, so we we don't even have stage mics. It's just us on stage projecting out into the the Pauline yeah. Theater. But I think it's also been interesting because, I mean, just from what I've seen, like, practice early last year to now, I also think because of that, we've become more, like, I don't know if this is the right word, like, our physicality has become more. We're moving around more, yes, using space yes, more because yeah. you have to Adapt. show more. Yeah, and I think that I think it's been, like, that's been an interesting thing that kind of has been a, a, 
it's very it's great great work but it's just been very interesting to see that happen mm-hmm. i'm hoping there's going to be a day sometime this year or poten- potentially next semester where we'll be able to have a show without masks and see where that goes but you know no promises i would say but you know it's definitely going to come back. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, Eventually. it's, the, it's the dream that the, the whole world is waiting for. You yeah, know? Like yeah. That <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for sure. We're waiting for masks to be a thing of the past, COVID to be a thing of the past. But yeah. unfortunately, it is a disease that is hard to control. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see when that comes to an end. But yeah, I think I think we're all waiting for that moment. I don't know mm-hmm. if all of us will be in the group still by the time that happens, but um, it's okay, Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> we're okay. wishing that for the world. Um. So what do, you, what do you guys get involved in outside of Pony? Like what, like, so I'll start here. Targo Pony was like the first group that I ever joined on campus when I was a freshman. It's probably the one reason I, it's part of the, one of the main reasons why I even came here in the first place. Um, one of the tour guides who kind of showed me around was a uh, current, now former member of Targo Pony, uh, Teddy. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. his last name, but Dallum. Teddy Dallum. Um, incredibly nice, incredibly hilarious and talented individual. Uh, he basically just completely convinced me, uh, in the tour and I was just like stuck by his side the entire time. And, uh, then I actually got to meet him at auditions and open practice. Um, I got to meet, uh, Trey who then turned into my big and I also got it to meet my, uh, grand big, uh, who also was in the group, Alec Yamartino. Um, so that's how I got introduced into Greek life. Um, basically, completely changed my opinion and perception of Greek life in general because of those two individuals. And like joining the group in general was like the way I was able to expand my own social circle and and be able to, uh, you know, see different organizations in a better light and uh, get to meet you, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> no, but I, I I am a little bit similar. I was looking at different colleges and going around, you know, the typical like, oh, uh, I don't know where I want to go. Let me see if there's interesting things that this this campus has. And I was looking at the clubs and organizations and I found the Charcoal Pony website online or like the section of High Point online. And I was like, well, this seems kind of cool. And oh, you so, saw it on the website? Oh, yeah. So when I did like my, um, uh, I went in for an interview early on in my process and I asked the people at the interview, like, hey, what's the deal with Charcoal Pony? And what's the, and all the people there were like, whoa, hi, what the, <laughs> you, wait, wait, why do you know about this? And I'm like, oh, I looked it up. That's cool. And I've so, never heard of that. I've never heard of someone like, oh, yeah. Seeing us on the website yeah. and knowing about us. And so then when I went in, I was trying to figure out, because I, I didn't have HBU Connect or Cork or any of that at the time. So I was, I was trying to figure out and looking online, like, well, how do I, how do I get in? How do I sign up? How do I, uh, because I did it all up theater stuff throughout, you know, middle school, high school, all that. And I loved it, but I didn't want to do full shows and I've always loved improv and, you know, the show who's line. And so I was like, I gotta get in. So I think it was Alex and Zarch actually, who are two other members who are great. And I think it was them who like knocked on my door and blessing and said, Hey, you use this fly. You want to come in and audition? Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, are you guys from Charcoal Pony? They're like, we are. (laughs) So you're like, this is what I'm like. Yes, you guys, my my (laughs) goal in life. Uh, oh so God. that so basically that is my peak. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting there. in. Oh, one hundred percent. But it, it's it's been really great, and uh, yeah, it's it's been fantastic because COVID was obviously hard to go out and meet a lot of people because you know the main COVID. thing. Yeah, the main thing about COVID is you can't meet in large groups of people, and that's kind of how you meet people. 
And this was a group that I could have um, with people, and I consider every member a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, but honestly, I feel it. And I it's, feel it's, the it's, been, it's been great. But outside, outside oh, of Bonnie, it, like, you're involved in com. Like, do you mm-hmm. do any? Like, what type of filming do you do in com? Like, what type of production do you do? What like outside in your daily life do you like to get into? What? Oh, know? so that's a that's a funny story. Because I came into High Point being like, I'm going to do chemistry. I'm totally down. Like, over the junior year, I, I did all the organization stock for, like, the chemical closet at my high school and went through all of it, taught chemistry to people who were taking it over the summer. Totally down. And then a week or two in, I said, what else do you have? So <laughs> I transitioned over to Calm, and I'm beginning that process, um, the media production entrepreneurship major. And so I'm just beginning that journey, but there's, you know, I've always been interested in film and movies and mm-hmm. there's, there's list of movies and directors that I'm like, God, I want to be able to make that. Or I want to be in that process because, you know, you see just how, how wonderful these pieces of art are. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say that. But no, that's no, what that no, I, I agree I, with you. I mean, I know you Hunter is, you know, what you've done. No. Yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. Like I want to be on set. I want to be working the magic with those, with yeah. all those people. And like, that's the place to be. Um, especially on, you know, some of the newer movies that are coming out where they just have infinite budgets and you can <laughs> just do whatever you want. <laughs> <Infinite> <laughs> but, uh, what, so like what, what specifically do you guys, I know you guys are saying like you guys want to be on set, you know, you want to work, you know, with these people and on, you know, these types of art. What do you have any specific, roles you know things that you want to be a part of you know directing or writing so i wouldn't say the field i'm trying to get into is the most straightforward in terms of like (laughs) career trajectory um and i haven't completely figured it out myself um if i was just to say one like job position out loud like being a producer or an executive producer Mm -hmm. and seeing my vision or like like supporting someone else's vision uh like cinematically or throughout like commercial or a short film or something like that just seems like an incredible experience to be a part of. Um, I'm sure that won't be my first opportunity. And in fact, I'd probably guarantee that. Um, once I graduate, I'm sure I'm g- going to try and be going into the realms of production and post-production, like either being on set filming with like a camera in my hand, being in, in the middle of the action or being more in the background, um, you know, editing, uh, doing messing with the audio, messing with the visuals, maybe some VFX. I have been enjoying doing some uh, some Foley recording, um, which is like oh mm, really? Uh, as okay. of late, I did an assignment for my classes, and I really very much enjoyed that. That's um, awesome. Which is basically just like, uh, you know, Foley is like when they add in sound effects afterward um, for movies that need them, or like ADR, like some audio. Uh, or I've like seen the videos of that people doing like fully of like they'll like have the you know screen out the projector yeah. they'll like have all of the whatever <laughs> weird mm-hmm. a collection of items it's and different so things to make their noises and they'll like watch it as it's happening and then like make the noises it's so cool like the, like is, um, mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite videos online of uh, how they did the sound effects for like A Quiet Place mm-hmm. it's a fantastic movie yes and what they did is the alien when it's like face opens it's literally some some woman in a studio who has a stock of celery and she's just like in her hands yeah and it's like how do you how do you think of that there's well foley people are probably pretty weird and they probably just make some weird noises (laughs) hey that'll do obsessed with sounds yeah it's cool it's cool 
I mean, I just said I like Foley, and I just called him weird. So I guess that's that goes. <laughs> We're all weird. It's hey, good to you, be if weird. If you're in the if you're in the film business and you don't and you're not weird, then you're not in the film business. I mean, yeah. Something else that I'm trying to improve later on in my career are just commercials in general. I feel like they're mm-hmm. lacking. I feel like they're hitting the wrong audiences, or they're just they're just odd and they're just off their mark. Like Super Bowl commercials in the last like two years, I've been very disappointed with. Um, I, agree. I just I feel like there has to be more people in there saying this is nonsense or this is just, you're not going <laughs> to succeed off of this. <laughs> That's kind of blunt. There but needs like, to be I somebody in there who says you stink. Maybe, it's, maybe there's just like a bunch of some old like guy okaying everything and not being able to like actually understand what people are, or like how people are going to interpret these messages and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that's, it's a new, it's not a new medium, but it's like, a, it's a, there's things that can, happen to improve that situation that I feel like I'm interested in improving. No, I agree. Because like media always changes with the time. Yeah. And commercials are kind of in this weird like in between. Because like you see some, you see some that like their humor is like, oh, that's trying to fit in today and there's some that are like they're so cringy like this like, is just what? not like the Wendy's one that well, was throwing a Fortnite ago, dance like, or something and you're like stop like, no no stop not, that who's gonna watch the what's the target audience for that for uh, Fortnite users <laughs> 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 like even those people are like no this is awful yeah well like, I don't it's know not, it's not it's they not could work. be jumping out of their chairs like doing the <laughs> dance with them so oh my god they're doing the dance in the game I gotta I gotta buy Skechers shoes like what I feel like it's hard to because of the there's an abundance of ads and they're everywhere it's yeah. hard to catch people's attentions and like they're trying true. new ways they're like oh this tiktok dance is funny let, or popular let's throw that in there and that'll make people happy that's why no one they know that no one wants to watch commercials anymore commercials no, yeah. like they, before it was like oh cool this is awesome i didn't know about this product or oh this is oh mm-hmm. i didn't know this company but now it's we've been with it so long and we've become accustomed to it that we're just like we're done with the commercials yeah well, stop with like that's why streaming services that's why people pay yeah. the you know yep. The extra premium, so they don't have to watch the commercials anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pay a couple extra bucks a month, so I don't have to see yeah. these stupid ads <laughs> in you know my Hulu or no, you're Netflix. Right. Or but I YouTube. But I will say the one ad that I love to death is you know the purple mattress ad with the Goldilocks thing. Yeah, so well done. It's so creative. Like yeah. I just they were just like. We could do a mattress ad about come on down All to right. mattress store and get it. And they just said, no, we're going to do like a whole theme. We're going to have like breaking eggs, show it, even the beat, like behind the scenes at the end. Mm-hmm. It's overall well done. All right. Anyway. I agree. First of all, let me just say that I agree. Those commercials are, are better than most um, when I, in that variety. But have you ever tried and or used the purple pillow or any of those mattresses? Because they're awful. Really? Oh, no. Because they are just not good. They're expensive. They're. I mean, this is my subjective. I, you know, I can't opinion. believe all those Instagram influencers lied to me. <laughs> lied to your face. But, I but, thought it was but, actually a good mattress. No, but no joke. It perfectly conforms to your body. Oh so, no, <laughs> that's where you're wrong. That's where it's. Oh. But the square shape. They made it make sense on the commercial. <laughs> no. Um. My life is a lie. Yeah, maybe I maybe get it. Maybe get it. Try for yourself. <laughs> they have, don't they have like you? They don't, if you don't like it within ninety days, you can like give it back. Yeah, we are we are not sponsored by any of the ads we're talking about. No, <laughs> we're no, oh, but if you know, in the future, purple. <laughs> purple wants a sponsor. In the, in the future, we love it. It's the most comfortable match I've ever slept on. I won't use your pillows, but give us money. Essentially, I will. I will. <laughs> I have no problem in doing that. All right, well, Henry's going to use all your pillows, <laughs> and I'll continue it's to the make greatest. fun of you. 
<laughs> we were so we were talking about uh you know, films and movies and stuff that inspires yeah. us, things we do outside <coughs> of Pony. I had this thought today as I was driving to get food. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Oh, my God. Or yes. like classic yeah. classic movies, classic TV shows that, you know, it's the same reaction you get from all your friends. You know, like, yeah, they're like, yeah, I've, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. And then you're, you're the one in the corner going, yeah, I haven't seen it. And they're like, oh, <gasps> what? Mind explodes. You haven't seen this movie? It came out this many, you know, like this many years ago. Um, so I, I'm presenting this question to you guys. Uh, are there any classic movies, shows that you haven't seen or that you have seen that no one has, has you know, seen before and that you guys want to touch on? Well, before we step into that, I just wanted to make a side note that reminded me of that. I totally forgot about it until you said that. Um, I'm, I'm in a uh, pop culture class right now, and the teacher was uh, Dr. Trammell, who is fantastic. Love that man. So good. He was talking, he was using um, Back to the Future as an analogy. He's like, who, has, any, has everyone seen Back to the Future? And like, m- like 75% of the class was like, no, I haven't seen it. And I was like, what? So yeah, it was like actually, and he he in, was like, I have to leave. He's like, I can't do this. I've taken big <laughs> so generational funny. hits too, especially mm-hmm. being in like an upperclassman and like being in class, like gen ed classes with other students who might be like freshmen, sophomore, mm-hmm. you know, younger people. And then like, they make references like that of like movies that you're like, everybody my age has seen this movie. Yeah. You're like I, yeah. I grew up on this movie. Like my half of my humor is based on this movie. Like, and then you see like, 75% of your class go like, no, I haven't seen this movie. I haven't even heard of that. And I'm like, oh my, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting old. I'm still young, but I'm, I'm, I am, <laughs> I am much older than the peers around me. Right the, now. Yeah. Speaking of classic movies that I wish I'd seen at least all the way through, I've seen some of this movie, but I do have a confession. I, uh, I haven't seen Goodfellas all the way through. Oh, sorry. Kind of hurts to say <laughs> that. Out. It really hurts to say that. This out is a, this is a, a double, a double dagger in the chest. I haven't seen Goodfellas. <laughs> we Another have, okay, okay. For those, for those, I have a list on my on my notes. I made it I over the summer. Goodfellas. I talked to like my my aunt, my uncle, like all the older generation of people in my family, and I was like, "You need to fill me in on all the classic movies so that funny. I have not seen." And, and I have this running list, and I still haven't watched send a single send one me, of them. Send me I still that. haven't watched a single. <laughs> I've just made over the, the list. summer because I, I I have a problem. I can't sit down. I have to yeah, like. Yes, you do. Watching a movie is a huge <laughs> commitment to me. I'm like, you know, I have to sit mm. down. I have to be actually interested in this movie like i it's hard for me to give a movie a try mm-hmm. you know like uh, i mean it's easier with that. streaming now because you can just throw it on and then cut it off whenever you want you have to mm-hmm. go to the theaters or anything which i think is great beautiful um but it is a commitment it's, it's something that i just struggle with of like i i can't sit down to like watch these movies if i don't know if they're going to be good and i also like watching you know shows or movies with other people mm-hmm. and 100%. i feel like it's hard to find 100%. that time of like yeah. especially during school and having classes all the time of sitting around like hey like let's watch this classic movie or where, where can we find it and whatnot i feel like it's pretty easy for me to like zone into a movie and be like completely invested if it's just like on in the background or whatever and i'll just like slowly lose focus at, like as to whatever else <laughs> is being talked about and then just like be like maybe a little like minorly agitated that no one's paying attention to it um, oh, that bothers oh, me yeah. so much. I know what you mean. Especially as a, it's a movie that you've seen a couple times and, and you really like. Good, like you gotta yeah. pay attention. You gotta pay attention. Like, no, the worst one, the worst one is um, when you get a bunch of people and you're like, hey, let's watch this movie together. I'll get to Goodfellas in a minute. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we okay, we, okay, talked, okay. we talked about um, 
like you'd be like, hey, let's let's get a group of like six, seven friends or whatever, and let's go watch X Y movie. And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds great. Sit down and watch it. And like half the group is on their phone, and then they oh. turn to you like, "So who's this character?" And like, like this movie wh- sucked. It, and you're like, <laughs> what? Like, you didn't even watch the like, movie. Like, like um, I watched uh, Dune recently. If you haven't seen yes. it, go and see it in the largest screen possible. Beautiful. And I've read the book. So good. Anyway, Beautiful looking. Is it an actual good movie? I love it to death. I saw it too. It's it very actually, good. Okay. Very good. Henry knows much more about it. I think so, you read the book. I oh yeah, I read, oh, it, read seven, I read it in okay. seventh seventh grade. So for, like, compared to the book, how is it? Re- it's probably one of the best book to movie out of. Like, it's really, really, really good. Okay. There's only like two things that are done that's different. One is the uh, gender of a character that's different, but I think it's actually better that way because it's kind of a subplot of a female empowerment movement in the movie, and it kind of supports that. Oh, yeah. And the second one, oh, yeah, it's great. Um, the book really drives that home. It's wonderful. And the second thing was one character saying a book quote instead of another one. That's like it. Oh. It's really. And it's also Denis Villeneuve, who I probably butcher that, but he so good. You know, he does the lighting is beautiful, all his color palettes, another Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Arrival. He just he knows his stuff, and he there's like an interview where someone asked him like, "What is your experience with Dune?" Um, I think it was Stephen Colbert who asked him that, and he said, "You know, I read it when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. So Paul, the main character, who's played by Timothy Chalamet." He was saying, you know, I connected with him when I was that age. So, and it really is a coming of age story, but it has these complicated conversations of uh, religion and politics and and the true meaning of war, colonialism, all this in one, which is why when they announced that they were like, we're going to remake it again after the, um, the just wonderful movies that also came out. (laughs) Yeah, but it was as as I heard that announcement, I was like, Oh no! Yes, wasn't no. Sting, wasn't Sting in one of those movies? Yes, Sting was the. Um, I think I read something about Sting that. Sting was, the, I think he was the Baron, which is like the main enemy, who's like the super yeah. fat slob. No, yeah. no, no, no. It I was, was his no, son, no, no. I think. Or no, no, no. Like that. Yes, I was thinking of two characters at once. Yeah. Um, Sting is some. I don't know exactly who he plays, but it's just Sting. Mm-hmm. It's so in the original, in the 84, 85. It's so weird. But anyway. Back to Goodfellas. Watch that. Back to. Goodfellas? I was gonna make a point with that, and it fell right, apart. It, <laughs> <laughs> it fell apart. But Goodfellas um, is very good, and there's like there's scenes and sequences in that that are just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, when De Niro's sitting at the bar and he's just like chilling, and the camera slowly moves over. Mm-hmm. The whole kitchen sequence and they're walking through the kitchen is so well done. I love that, um, and it's so quotable. It's so quotable. It's Martin Scorsese, the thing, right? Martin Scorsese. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Just the funny. Am I a clown? Is this funny to you? Am I funny? Oh no, I'm just. So, it's so. It's so. <laughs> it's so funny. That was good. That was um, good. And I don't know. It's definitely one that I I understand why people like really love that movie because it's it's really excellently done and all the acting is beautiful. Um. I haven't seen, yeah, obviously we know that I haven't seen the first one, but I haven't seen the other ones too, which is kind of obvious too. But I did read somewhere that the violence in terms of like people who die, um, like exponentially ramps up as the movies go on. I don't like, know what you're talking about. Like in the first movie, there's like- Wait, wait first? first? Uh, Goodfellas 1? Aren't there multiple Goodfellas or am I just a moron? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you, I think, are you thinking of Godfather? All right, next section. Uh, <laughs> I, so, was like, uh, I was like, one and two? So I, I was really you, confused. You haven't seen Goodfellas or Godfather? Uh, listen, I, I haven't I seen to, Godfather I either. I need to work either, on so. that. All right? I need I've to watch more Scorsese films. 
of Godfather. Um, <laughs> that was so, that was so so per- that perfectly encapsulates the feeling that I have anyway. of the. You seen that movie? Uh, yeah, no. I, that's what that was. Yikes! Um, but I, I've, I, that happens to me all the time, though. People will mention movies, and I've been like, "No, I've never seen that." Like, oh, it's, it's, it's a classic. You want that? Yeah. Uh, so have you guys seen The Da Vinci Code? I have not. It's like my mom's Happy. favorite movie, I think. I was going to watch it like a c- few months ago, but I just, I was like, nah, I'll watch something else. This, so I don't, I don't watch classic movies. I, I'm bad at watching movies together. I ended up watching this, which I, people have reviewed as a, you know, a classic. I watched it <laughs> on spring break. I drove up to Montreal. Ooh. where it was still snow on the ground there was ice like it was terrible like whatever we did it for spring break it was fun it was a great experience on that trip i ended up watching the da vinci code i think they had it like the airbnb that we stayed at had yeah. like a bunch of just dvds just like random laid movies. out yeah random movies so we like we like went through and we're like we'll, we'll just pick mm-hmm. one and i had I, I had the exact same moment where they're like you haven't seen the da vinci code and i was, <laughs> and I was like no and they're like you are gonna love this movie and it's I was with like, tom okay. hanks right yeah tom yeah. Hanks. okay okay i'm thinking of the right thing um crazy movie i know there's a i i knew about it before because my parents had a book in like our den where the computer was they mm-hmm. had like the book sitting out there da vinci code i think it was written by like dan brown so i always looked at it and was like oh that's my name you know like <laughs> 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 um but crazy cool movie tom hanks i mean one of my favorite actors like oh, yeah. yeah the guy is a legend um cool really really cool twists i'm not a very religious person but it has a lot of like re- it's it's very like uh religious heavy it's about mm-hmm. like um you know secret artifacts and stuff like that yeah they're doing stuff for the Louvre, right like they're solving some yeah, like there's mystery there, or whatever Not yeah i don't want to i don't want <laughs> yeah, to spoil <laughs> i don't want to spoil any uh, okay. of it um so you guys can watch it um but yeah it's a, it's a really cool storyline um but definitely one of those classics that I, I finally saw and it became honestly now to, to this day my favorite movie i've ever seen wow um, so that's why watching classic movies that I haven't seen has become a new passion of mine. Cause I'm like, I could find my new favorite movie that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just so used to, I'm used to like what's coming out, like, especially with like music, I'm really into yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always like, what's, what's the next thing coming out? I want to know what the new sound is. I want to know what the new wave is, the new genre, the mixing of genres. So I think I was, because I've lived like that my whole life, I haven't mm-hmm. gone to the past to be like, look at all these like really good old movies mm-hmm. that everyone's like, this yeah. is what my, I'm built on, my foundation. You're too focused on the now. And the, yeah, yeah, the now <laughs> and what's coming and rather than the past. Well, it's like speaking of Tom Hanks, I just got reminded of one of my favorite. Have you seen the um, the A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? The Mr. The Tom yeah. Oh, the Rogers? Yeah, he was Ro- Mr. Yeah. Rogers. That movie, another movie my mom broke loved. me. So good. Love that. That was it. <laughs> uh, yeah that was it that was it no, yeah. I just wanted to say uh, that there, I, <laughs> I think we could go on for a very long time listing off the good Tom Hanks movies oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this This isn't a Tom Hanks movie but have either of you guys seen the movie The Lighthouse that came out probably like two wait Tom Hanks isn't it no two, two years ago it's got Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson in it mm, no it was, like very, it was an I all like black both and white those actors. oh my gosh I yeah. haven't seen any of the recent Robert Patton stuff, but apparently he's been like going yeah. off. Yeah. I have uh, been loving days, everything he's one been doing. He's been like, he's no longer Edward or whatever he was. Yeah, stuck in that little. Yeah. Yeah. No, very much not. He is, he is definitely proven himself to be a very versatile mm-hmm. and like talented actor. How um, do you feel about mm. him being Batman? Oh, I heard that he isn't like they asked him to put a bunch of weight on to be Batman. And he's like, no, like uh, Batman's like, I'm going to play Batman as just like a normal dude. 
And they're like getting mad at him. They're paying him a ton of money to like beef up, and he's just not doing that. The amount of excitement that I have for that movie is not measurable. Because <laughs> the whole point of that is it's based off the year one. It's like the first year that he is Batman. Yeah. So I respect the fact that he's like, well, I'm not going to bulk up because it's the first time doing it. But I liked like after like Zodiac, which is a great movie. Effed up crazy movie. Oh, yeah. I've seen um, Zodiac. Really, really good. And one of the most, actually one of the most um, accurate uh, crime throws ever made, by the way. Side, um, side note, do, do we think that the, what, the, the, the Gary Post guy, do you think that's the real Zodiac? I don't know, Are you man. talking about the guy who they just like, found? like yeah, we found him. This is a guy, he's, he's been dead. We found him. Nah, bro. I mean, I feel like they had, they've done that a few times, but sorry, go back, go back. Yeah. To no, we're <laughs> no, we're good. Um, but Zodiac, amazing. Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., yeah, 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 um, Mark yeah. Ruffalo, killer cast. Anyway... What was I talking about? <laughs> I was talking about uh, like before Zodiac. Uh, it's related to Zodiac. I was talking about The Lighthouse and how much of a great movie that Robert was. Pattinson, we're talking Robert about Pattinson. Batman, yeah, yeah, year yes, one. Yeah, Batman, yes, Batman, Batman. Um, that movie reminds me, the way they're playing the Riddler reminds me of Zodiac a lot. Okay. The way that the color's done, the way oh, the theming okay. is done, which has made me really excited because that movie, the way that Zodiac was able to set the tone so quickly and going from, oh, we're here, and then... We're just in the precinct, and it's like, oh, yeah, you draw cartoons? Huh, that's kind of Here's the Zodiac's letter, and we're going to read it in a boardroom. And it's really quiet. And even though the lights, it's like, whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> yeah, it says, like, I like the, uh, And the reenactment. Oh. I, I didn't see the first part of it, but I, like, I'm filling it in my head, and I feel like it comes off the same vein of what you were just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of people in my house were watching Hereditary when I came home from rehearsal the other night. Um, I missed, I missed like the first little bit, but what it seemed like was that they presented it as like, you know, this is just some family, you know, they have their issues and it's presenting like that, that type yeah. of movie. And then it takes like that turn of like, Oh, like this is where it's all like the, cause you see, like you see the, you know, it's a 24 and so you see the I trailer. I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen it. Right I, know, I know. I didn't see it until the, like literally like two nights ago. I didn't, I didn't, it was my first time seeing it. Oh yeah. Like I watched um, nightmare on Elm Street a few, not good. I don't like it. But anyway, I'm I I hate scary. I mean, I don't hate scary movies. I'm just extremely scared, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was home alone a lot as a kid. So like, <laughs> all, like I would just be fearful that so how that do you thing f- would how do you feel about Home Alone? <laughs> well, a, if you're scared a, of being home alone, that's literally what the movie is. Um, I mean, yeah, I did have nightmares all the time. <laughs> Not nightmares, but just like irrational thoughts of like someone's going to break into my house at any time like anytime that it's nighttime and i'm alone i'm like someone's going to break into my house i have to be ready at all times you know <laughs> like that's going through my head like i would have like i oh yeah it's something that would always pop into my head at random times i'd be like how do i get out of this situation if someone came into my house right now <laughs> oh yeah like if you're home alone when you're a kid and your parents are like well we're gonna go off and i don't know why my, my parents really old sounding <laughs> well, we're gonna go off and we're gonna have a nice dinner we'll be back at like eight maybe and eight, eight passes, and then it gets quiet. There's no sound. And then at nine, you hear, bing. You're like, wait a minute. They're supposed to be here by eight. What if it's not them? What if it's, who is it? And then you hear downstairs, hi, we're home. We're a little late. Oh, relief. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like most of the fears that I had grew up that came from movies were just, like, movies that you wouldn't think I'd someone would get afraid from. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, for when I was younger, I couldn't have like an arm or a leg like hang off the bed because I thought you guys seen the movie Holes. <laughs> <laughs> that, wait, 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 wait. So you know the wait, those, wait, 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 wait. You know the lizards, the lizards that yeah. like there was a scene where they, she just puts her arm out and she gets like bitten and then like basically instantly dies. Yeah, so I was just I was living in a life where I just assumed there was one somewhere, 
and like I couldn't have I couldn't risk li- having a limb off the bed because then that would instantly happen and I that wouldn't be good. <laughs> so like everyone has that fear because the boogeyman under the bed. But yours was let me get this straight a lizard. Well, I mean, those were freaky lizards. They were like the <laughs> the lizards with like this weird, like flappy skin on their the for a lizard. Yeah, yeah, those were. Whew. I, I remember as a kid, I would hide under the covers and watch, like you know, half slit of, of my eyes, watching Courage the Cowardly Dog because that, that, show, sh- that show is crazy. Dude, as a kid, I was like, what is that, going should, that should be an Adult oh, Swim show. Some of those episodes are just not. But I think looking no, back on it, yeah. it's a great show. Like I, yeah. I love watching oh, yeah. it now. But like as a kid, I was like, I am so scared. But like it's, it was like, it was a for me. It was like I, it was so scary. But I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I was like, what is going on? Like, mm-hmm. Another weird show is like a regular show. That show I've was seen a little bit. Of that. Yeah, like regular show. Here's the basic episode for a regular show: a bird and a raccoon work at a park, mm-hmm. and classic. They don't know how to. I don't know. Mow the lawn. So they go in a singing competition against Satan himself. That's basically every episode. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I've seen a couple of episodes, and they're not. Like there's that. an episode. There's an episode where they have a rock contest against a skeleton dude to like get a sandwich. I'm not kidding. Well, yeah, that's it's, a lot. it's the wildest, weirdest. I, mean, I just it's I don't adult get it. cartoons. Those, man. It can go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, cartoons. So I weird. feel like there's plenty of like animated cartoons that, that hold similar arcs of just nonsense. Because I oh, know yeah. there's like Family Guy episodes where they start in one direction and then they're just in a completely different ballpark, mm-hmm. like five minutes later. Um, and not just, but not just Family Guy. But all right, I think we're uh, getting around our time now. Um, well, this was a <laughs> that, great conversation. That just blew <laughs> by. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah I didn't realize it, what time it was. Yeah, it's kind of blown by here. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening in. Um, we want you guys to reach out to us. Um, Please do. You know about the podcast things you guys want us to talk about. Um, any feedback on our shows? We want to hear from you guys. I mean, we, we talk to our friends after shows and they say like, Oh no, it was great. It was good. You know, but they're, they're trying, they're trying to yeah, be yeah, nice yeah. to us. You Fresh know, off like, the performance. They're not going to be mean to us. They yeah, want to, yeah. they want to support us. We want to hear some, some feedback from you guys, what you liked, what you mm-hmm. didn't liked games. You want to see more of, um, ideas you guys want to see on the podcast, things you want to hear from us. Yeah. Tell us how this podcast went. Tell us how all these and podcasts Yeah, Leave us questions or, or comments. Be like, Hey, I want to, I want you I want you guys to, I want to hear your opinions on blank, blank, blank. Or what do you, what tips do you have on general improv stuff? What kind of like, how can I, I'm really, I've always been interested. How can I, anything like that, like DM us on that. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you guys have any questions about improv or getting involved in improv or Or just general questions, I mean, yeah, things to study up on. I know a lot of us, um, you know, watch a lot of improv outside of uh, rehearsal and whatnot and bring it into rehearsal to kind of go over and it helps inspire us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also thinking about having some more open practices for yeah, people to get involved. For mm-hmm. the first time, we're having another uh, audition and uh, open practice in the spring semester. So for those of you on campus who are interested in uh, getting out here and goofing around with us, then mm-hmm. next semester early, we'll be having those auditions and open practices and you'll be able to make that happen. So yeah, send send in the questions, but uh, give us some feedback on the Instagram. I believe it's at Charcoal Pony, um, on uh, on Instagram, Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. Um, and yeah, if you want to get involved in Charcoal Pony, we're gonna have becoming some announcements going up about open practices and then our audition in the spring. Um, so yeah, reach out to us on Instagram, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. We'll talk to you guys later. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Peace. Bye.